Now I'm praying and I'm declaring, I'm decreeing today that the word of God will run swiftly and the word of God will run expressly. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke every demonic obstruction to God's word. I rebuke every satanic limitation. Everything that the devil, amen, may orchestrate is now completely annihilated by the spirit and the, and the glory of God. I declare now that Lord, breathe upon the word. Breathe upon the word. Breathe upon the word. Somebody need to get this word. Somebody need to run their race and, and overcome adversity and be empowered in the inner man to do ex exceptional great things. Father, let it be done and let Jesus Christ's name be glorified in the name of Jesus Christ. Everybody give God praise. Give God praise while we're getting ready for the word of God today. I'm going to talk to you on a very powerful, important, significant life-changing subject that I believe the Holy Spirit laid upon my heart. You know, when, when, when I became cognizant of the Mother's Day event, I started to, to tell the Lord, Lord, I want to honor the mothers and I want to drop a word in somebody's spirit. I said, God, give me, give me a word. I want you to hear me. Give me a word that will be sensitive to honor the mothers. And at the same time, will still be a supernatural download and an impartation into somebody's spirit. So I lay before the Lord. I was praying and I was expecting God to speak to me. And all of a sudden, I heard the Lord say to me, teach my people how to love themselves. Okay, it said, it said the title of the word is how to love yourself. And I said, this is so powerful because oftentimes emphasis is placed on you to love God. And we talk about that every time. You've heard a ton of message about loving God and you've heard a lot of word about loving other people, okay, love the unlovable, love the world. But we don't talk too much about loving yourself. I want you, if you can, to turn your Bible with me to the book of Mark chapter 12. And we're going to read from verse number 20, ver ver verse 30. Mark chapter 10 and verse 30. A and the Bible says, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. This is the first commandment. Now, read verse 31. And you shall, and the second like it is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than this. And so, you could tell that there is a Subtle line there that we oftentimes meet because the emphasis is to love the Lord. And you can see how the Bible uses different narrative to express how we've got to love God. He said, you've got to love God with all your heart, with all your strength, with all your soul, with all your mind. And then this is the first commandment. And then the second is like onto it. Love your neighbor. Ask yourself. And so the, the ask factor is sometimes overlooked. But in other words, if you understand the comparative adjective which the Bible is using there, you will know that it is one is dependent upon the other. Okay, so it is not possible for you to love your neighbor if you don't love yourself. 
Because from this scripture, you can see that the expression of the love to your neighbor comes from the overflow of the love that you already have for yourself. And so it's important now for you to understand that the internal factor is more important than the external things that's going on in our lives. And, and, and this is one of the crucial components of being supernatural. Because the supernatural people, they understand that everything that's happening around their physical life is but a manifestation of what's going on inside of them. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs chapter 23 and verse 7, For as a man think in his heart, so is he. As he thinks in himself, so is he. So, so oftentimes emphasis is placed on what's going on around you. Emphasis is, is, is placed on your outward activities and outward demeanor. But in reality, the fountain of love, the fountain of wholeness, the fountain of productivity, the fountain of success and prosperity, it comes from the within. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak. It is what is inside of you that produces what is on the outside. Internal peace and joy produces external confidence and security. When you have peace and joy on the inside, it will inevitably manifest external joy, external confidence, and external security. So when you see people, amen, who are, amen, confused and dis disintegrated on the outside, it's not a manifestation of the external things going on around them. The, the, the fountain of it, the source of it is right inside of them. When people act insecure on the outside, it's a reflection of what's inside of them. When people act prideful on the outside, it's a, it's a reflection of the insecurity that's out there inside of them so whatever it's inside is what come out on the outside in the book of proverbs chapter 4 verse 23 the bible says keep your heart with all diligence okay not your car not your money not what people think about you not your reputation not people opinion of you he says keep your heart with all diligence because out of your heart Somebody need to start paying attention to their heart right now. A lot of people, they are trying to patch what's going on inside of them. They're trying to cover it with layers of aesthetics. They're trying to cover it with, amen, some smile on the outside or with some designer's outfit, glory to God. They're trying to cover what's going on inside of them with some kind of a flashy car. But when those things are over, they, they are erect. At home, when they are by themselves, they can't even look in the mirror and appreciate what they see in the mirror. Because when the layers of the cosmetics and all the exterior things that we use to cover the layers of the internal factors are over, the real you will emerge. And if you don't have appreciation and if you don't have love for the real you that emerges when all of these other 
external things are over, then there will be confusion. There will be misery. And that's why you see a whole lot of people, they've got money in the bank. They've got cars sitting in the garage. They've got expensive clothes and jewelries sitting in their closet. But yet they go commit suicide because the man on the inside is sick. Come on, somebody. The man on the inside is not made whole. The man on the inside has been broken. The man on the inside is dealing with rejection. And that's why the Bible says, don't pay attention first to what is on the outside. He said, pay attention to the person on the inside. He said, guard your heart, guard your inner man with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen, when there is internal stability and clarity on the inside, it produces speed and accuracy. Whenever your inward man is put together, your outward man has no choice but to manifest, amen, something except, exceptional. And so we have come to a point right now where we know what matters in our life. What are the things that matters? It doesn't matter what the reputation of men might be about you. What matters is you focus first on the person on the inside. Focus on the you that is inside. Because when you that is on the inside becomes whole, it doesn't matter what's going on on the outside. It's a matter of time. The, uh, the outward word man will resonate it will it will correspond it will harmonize with what god is doing on the inside and so you cannot love others if you don't first love and appreciate yourself look at my somebody you might try you cannot do it consistently to love on people if you don't first love and appreciate yourself because the love for people must be an overflow of the love of God that is in you. That, and, 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 and the beauty of it is this. You cannot have the love of God in you and not be able to project that love first to yourself. And then it goes to other people. I'm going to place emphasis again on that Mark 12 verse 31. Love your neighbor. Ask yourself, love your neighbor, ask yourself. And so the Bible here is not talking about being self-considered or being selfish. When he talk about loving yourself, what does it mean to love yourself in this context? It, it means the revelation of God's love in you. The revelation of the love of God that is inside of you. That is what it means. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, from verse 17, he said, for God is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. I want you to follow me carefully. In verse 18, the Bible says, but we all with unveiled face beholding us in a mirror, the glory of the Lord, we are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the spirit of the Lord. This is so powerful right now. I'm telling you, saints, the biggest need in the world is love. The biggest need in the world is not money. The biggest need in the world is not a sense of success. The, the biggest need in the world is for people to feel loved, to feel appreciated. It's for people to have a sense of, of purpose that is attached to somebody saying thank you. And that's why a lot of people, they have achieved so much in their lives, but they have nobody to celebrate them. 
and it makes them sick. It makes them dry on the inside. And the Bible now says we as new creation believers, we are supernatural people. We have glory to God. The revelation of God's love that is embedded in our DNA. And the Bible says in that second Corinthians chapter three and verse 18, he said, but we all with unveiled faces, beholding us in a mirror. And, and I, I mentioned this time and time again, that when you see the glory of God, it's like a man looking in the mirror. And when you look in the mirror, what you see is yourself. In other words, the more of God we see, the more of us we see. The more of God's love I see, the more of love for me I see. Come on, somebody. The more of God's power I see, the more of my power in God I see. The more of God's peace I see, the more of God's peace in me I see. Because we behold, come on, somebody, the glory of the Lord as in a mirror. It is not possible for anybody to gaze upon Jesus and they do not see the power of God that's inside of them. When Peter looked at Jesus, amen, he, he, he focused on Jesus. He did not know what happened. He was able to walk upon the sea. It was not his feet, amen, that was, amen, walking. But Jesus' power carried him. So the believer does not expect love to the world out of sheer emotion. The expression of love that we give is an indication or a reflection of the God love that is inside of us. When Peter took his eyes on Jesus, he began to sing. So that tells you that he got disconnected from the power of God. But you could see that as long as he focused his eyes upon the Lord, what happened? His feet was able to defy the law of gravity. He was able to walk on water. Listen to me, God's people. When you look upon the Lord, when you, if you follow on to know the Lord, you begin to see his power in you, his glory in you, his anointing in you, because we look upon that glory as with a mirror by the spirit of the Lord. And so when we see his love, we love ourselves. When we see God's love, when we understand God's love, we're able to love ourselves. And so this dimension of loving yourself, appreciating yourself, it's not selfishness or being self-considered. Not at all. It is God in you shining through you. I want you to write that down. It is God that lives in you shining through you. It is not possible to have been touched by Jesus and not want to touch others with Jesus. It is not possible to have seen the glory of Jesus and not want to tell other people about Jesus. The Bible says the woman by the well as she, amen, encountered Jesus, the woman who was abandoned. I'm talking to ladies today and I'm talking to everybody. This woman was abandoned. This woman was dealing with, you know, multiple, amen, heartbreaks. She had been with several men and none of them at that time was her husband. She was dealing with a complicated, dysfunctional family situation. She was pouring her love out and looking for love in all the wrong places. 
This woman who was the top of town and everybody like, if she showed up, you better keep your man because she might be in your man's business. When she met Jesus, come on somebody, when she met glory to God when she met Jesus and she began to speak with Jesus and the love of God began to come on her because Jesus said well where uh, 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 where is your husband I don't have a husband Jesus said yes I know I know a lot about your business but she began to receive the living water Jesus said the water that I give to you you would not need to come back to this well you would not need to come back and 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 and, and, and seek for amen this man to satisfy you or that man to make you feel good about yourself you would not need to you know have have another person to try to make you feel like a real woman because the love that i'm going to pour into you is not going to come from the outside it will emanate from your inside glory to god because the problem in the world today is that people think or oh, oh, that 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 oh, when I've got something or somebody from the outsider to love me, then I will be loved. Come on, somebody. If you don't have the love coming from within, nothing on the outside can sustain you. Oh, come on, somebody. No promise by somebody can, can hold you together. Somebody can say, well, I'm going to love you to the moon and back. I've seen people love all crazy, but amen, two months later, they can't even stand each other. If you are going to stand this one and survive this one and thrive this one you need to have the love of God that compels you and this love is not external the love comes emanate from the inside of you oh I feel the Holy Ghost I want to pray for two minutes somebody ought to be excited right now that God's love is living inside of them and you need to tell anybody in your life I thank God for your love but I already love me more than you can love me because I found love in the one who is the love himself. I already have the love of God. I appreciate me more than you can appreciate me. I, I'm going to celebrate myself more than you all could celebrate me. I, I know who I am. I'm not, I'm not seeking for you to validate my identity. I'm not seeking for you to show me how valuable I am. I'm not seeking for you to show me I'm pretty. I'm not, I'm not hoping that you're going to, amen, look at my hair and say it's okay. God bless you. You say that. I already looked in the mirror. And by the way, I love what I saw. I love my hair. I love my fingernails. I love my body. I love everything about me as a woman because the love of God satisfies me. I can wear $5 dress and still look like a million dollars because my value is not in the dress. My value is in the power of the love of God that lives in me. Uh, that, that's why I am who I am. That's why I carry myself the way I carry myself. You call it pride. I call it confidence because I know who called me. I know the one that lives inside of me. Thank you, Holy Ghost. The glory of God is here today. So, a lot of people, they are trying to pour out love to the world out of an empty vessel. And they are doing it from a place of obligation. A lot of mothers are trying to pour love on other people. They have so much demand from the world. Everybody is pulling the woman. Everybody is pulling her. The family is pulling the woman. The job is pulling her. Uh, sometimes even the household of faith, they are pulling her. People want you 
you to encourage them. People want you to believe in them. People want you to appreciate them. People want you to endorse them, but they don't care where is this love coming from. And a lot of women are pouring themselves out into family, into friends, into critics, into, in, into, in, into backbiters. Everybody is draining from you. Oh girl, you, you better have the fountain of living spring on the inside of you because if you are not formidable, amen, the way that the word pulled from you, they're going to pull you so dry. If you're doing it out of obligation, you're going to wear yourself so out that by the time you hit your midlife, you will not even recognize who you see in the mirror. And that's why you hear a lot of ladies say, well, I don't matter. It doesn't matter about me. As long as my kids are fine, as long as my marriage is okay, I don't matter. As long as I could bring some money home, glory to God, from this job, this dead-end job, even though I don't like this job, my peace does not matter. My, 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 my power does not matter. As long as you are okay, well, God bless you all. Ladies, you matter too. I came to speak to some women. Your, 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 your peace of mind matters too. Your sanity matters too. Your joy matters too. If you are pouring on the world from a place of emptiness where you don't enjoy yourself, where you don't love yourself, where you don't celebrate yourself, where you don't appreciate yourself, you are pouring out from an empty vessel you, and, 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 and then the world doesn't stop. The constant demand for love and acceptance by the world, by the family and even the family of faith, it doesn't stop. And these ladies, they keep pouring from a place of obligation and not from a, a place of lifestyle, a lifestyle of wholeness, a lifestyle that is in love with herself. Because I'm telling you ladies, I'm telling you everybody too, because some, some men are also pouring out from a place of frustration. You can have a lifestyle of victory. You can have an inexhaustible flow of God's love and self-appreciation and self-celebration of yourself that when people come to you, you don't make the effort to love people. It's just who you are. You flow, you overflow. And that's my word for you today you've got to amen get this anointing get this love right from the source i'm not gonna get this source uh, amen get, get the love to flow from the middle this love of god needs to flow from the source it needs to flow from the center glory to god and if anybody amen cannot navigate the love of god or love to the world from that place they're gonna run dry they're gonna be exhausted and so god says no more going around in circles. No more trying to lay your life all over the place where you are not, amen, uh, 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 put together on the inside. No more trying to, amen, extend yourself, weary yourself, wear yourself out, and you have no place for you on the inside. No more, ladies. No more wasting. No more giving yourself so high to a, to, to sometimes some of the people that you're going to cut your 10 fingers for and cut your ears for. They don't even appreciate it. They don't even know, amen, the, the extent that you have had to go to give them the money. Have you 
ever had to do an overtime just to get somebody to have extra dollar and they look at you and they say is that all you're gonna give me you, you didn't even say thank you you didn't even say i'm grateful you, you didn't even say well thank god you, you are complaining about the fact that the money is not what you expected who gave you the right to my money in the first place come on somebody because no more of you pouring yourself into a people who are taken from you from a place of entitlement. You need to know God wants you to flow from a place of consistent lifestyle of victory and not from a place of obligation. He wants you to pour love out of the love he's given you. He wants you to pour peace from your place of peace. He wants you to pour glory from your own glory. If you have no peace and you are pouring peace, it is unsustainable. God wants you to be made whole. Somebody help me type that word in. Go ahead and type it in. Please take a minute. L let me distract you for a second. I want you to come and let's, let's get interactive for two seconds. Amen. Those of you watching by Facebook, the devil is a liar. I sense glory coming to you right now. I sense some ladies restoring their personal joy, restoring their personal power. I sense some mothers, amen, rising up from the ashes of wasted years and wasted seasons of their life. I sense you, woman, rediscovering yourself. I want you to say, God, want me to be made whole. I want you to say, I'm going to be made whole. You will not be going in and out of church like a hospital. Amen. You come on Sunday, but Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you are bitten down again, and then you come back like a patient. He does not want you to keep coming to church like you are some patient that needs to be fixed by the Holy Ghost every Sunday. He wants you to be made whole. If your life is organized or orchestrated in a way that it has to wear you down emotionally, you are, you are beat down emotionally you are beat down psychologically you are beat down physically every week and you drag yourself to the altar to get empowered and then you go right back into the same pit and you drag yourself back you cannot live in victory God does not want you to just be healed he wants you to be made whole he doesn't just want you to be healed he wants us to live in health mental health financial health spiritual health physical health emotional emotional health. I want you to type the word. I'm going to be made whole in the name of Jesus. I switch my season. I take my life back. I take it back from confusion. I take it back from, amen, the opinion of men. I take it back from going around in circle every year when there is Mother's Day. All I get is a card and a flower and I go back into the same old confusion. The devil is a liar. I'm birthing my power. I'm birthing my purpose. I'm birthing my destiny. Woo! God wants you to be made whole, made whole, made whole. Ladies be made whole, men be made whole. We are going to be made whole. We are going to be made whole. We are going to be made whole. A lot of ladies, they have accumulated stress. Things they have built up in five years, eight years. And one day they're just going to explode and everything's just going to crash because they have not distilled their spirit. They've not filtered the pain out. They've not lived in that realm of God's love. And so you cannot consistently love others without first cultivating wholeness, a sense of love and appreciation for self. Now I'm going to give you vital keys that's going to help you today to love yourself. 
because a lot of ladies are watching right now and they're saying, this looks like me. I could, I could begin to heal from within, to love myself. How do you walk in this realm of tapping into this God dimension of love reality and extending it to the world? Number one, you have to engage the revelation of God's love. I want you to hear me, ladies and gentlemen. The love of God is a revelation. The love of God is not an emotion. If your idea of love is emotion, is, is, is feelings, then it is fantasy in itself. <laughs> it is fantasy. It is exuberant. Because feelings don't last too long. And because you, you are prone to feel good means you are prone to feel not good. Feelings fluctuate. And that's why God's love is not about feelings. And that's why God could love us while we were yet sinners. Because if God's love was based on feelings, feelings is stipulated by happenings, by what you like, what you admire. And for some people, it is intellect. You see somebody who is smart and it stimulates your emotions towards them. For some people, it is appearance. You see a man or woman who has certain kind of appearance, of, uh, what they look like. And then you, I love this person. But the Bible says God's love is commanded towards us in that while we were yet sinners. I, I want to help somebody right now. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So, so, so here's the question. If Christ died for you and loved you while you were crazy, while you were clubbing, while you were partying, while you were going around acting all messed up in the world, while you were busy fornicating, while you were slandering, he died for you. While you were despicable, how much more now that you are washed in the blood of the Lamb? How much more now that you are full of the Holy Ghost? How much more now that you have become a new creature? And that's why when the enemy wants to confuse you, he, he starts by mismatching the revelation of God's love. And he wants you to think that God loves you based on activity. Listen to me. He loved you before you even knew you were a sinner. He loved you before you made your first entrance into the church. He he loved you before you said the sinner's prayer. He loved you before you gave your first time. He loved, oh, I gotta talk to somebody. He loves you out of commitment. He loves you because it is in his nature to love. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 3 and verse 1. 1 John 3 and verse 1. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us. The uh, amplified Bible would read words like has lavishly whoo, poured on us extravagant love, <laughs> whoo, reckless love, unconditional love. In other words, hear me, ladies and gentlemen, the size and the capacity of God is what determines how he does things. 
Because God is image, is a God who is immeasurable. When he loves you, he loves you in excess. When he blesses, he blesses in excess. And I command today that the revelation of the love of God will enter your spirit. I don't care who does not appreciate you. It does not matter who is talking about you. It doesn't matter who is making comparison about your life. The spirit of the Lord told me to come speak to you today that you are loved. I came to speak to mothers. You are loved. I came to speak to every woman under the sound of my voice around the nations. You are loved. You may have been broken but you are loved somebody may have walked out of your life and make you feel like you were nothing somebody may have cheated on you and you started to ask yourself am i not woman enough what did i do to deserve this hear god's word he told me to tell you right now you are loved the love of god in you woman the love of god in you man is bigger than your past is bigger than your mistakes is bigger than your errors is bigger than your weaknesses is bigger than the lies of the devil is bigger than popular culture idea of beauty you are loved Woo. i want to help somebody today beautiful 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 what is the meaning of that word i want to redefine that word look at me somebody be you till full. Did you hear that? Okay. <laughs> Get a pen. Let's 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 lay it on the table. Be hyphen you iPhone till hyphen full. Beautiful means be you till full. You don't have to be Beyonce. Be you till full. You don't have to be nobody. Amen. On television. Be you. You don't have to be the lady on the magazine. Be you until you are full of you. And because you are the seed of God. Because you are the extension of the grace of God. You are the extension of the light of God. Ladies, be you in God until you you overflow. Be you. They need to start copying you now to get the standard for beauty because you are redefining what beautiful is. I am the representation of beautiful. Glory, 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 glory. We love ourselves because we love him because he loves us. And that is the greatest expression of love. Number two, forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. Ladies, forgive you. Give yourself the gift of forgiveness. Did you hear me? I know you have made mistakes, but give yourself the gift of forgiveness. Say to yourself, bygone is bygone. The past is past. I bind the spirit of religion. I bind the tradition of men. I bind the spirit of legalism. Anything that's trying to tell you that you have to pay for what you did years ago is not of the father. I was talking to a lady years ago. She had been married 
for a few years and she was believing for a child and then some religious amen pastors had told her that because she had had an abortion in a single years God was punishing her are you with me somebody you see how the devil lied to people and God was punishing her for that abortion and that's why she's without child do you hear how people go about amen propagating the devil's message it even looks as if some religious pastor amen they are working for the devil because that's not the bible I want you to see what the bible says the bible says in Hebrews chapter 8 and verse 12 Hebrews 8 and 12 he says for I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sins no more I will what is that sin that nobody knew about what is that secret that you've kept in your heart that has held you captive and the devil say wow because you did this you cannot go to the ministry well because because you amen had a divorce you cannot serve God oh oh because because something happened in your life this cannot happen oh oh because you were molested as a child this this cannot happen here hear, hear what God says he says he will not remember your iniquity or your wickedness anymore and some of you you go to God confessing the same thing all over again and God is saying to you what are you talking about angels open the book because I don't know what she's talking about he said do, do you have a record of this and the angel said we have searched we have searched from the beginning of creation till the end of eternity we cannot find any reference to what she's talking about and God said to you woman God is speaking to you like he spoke to Adam and Eve in the garden who told you you were naked who told you that your sin is still there who told you that your path is too valid I wipe it out my blood is potent and when my blood cleanses it cleanses forever the Bible says in first John chapter 2 and verse 1 he said my little children these things I write to you. First John 2 verse 1. Write it down. If you can rush there real quick. Go there and let's run with the speed of the spirit. My little children. These things I write to you. So that you may not sin. So that you may not sin. And there's a clause. If anyone sin. Number one. The indication is not to sin. The injunction is not to sin. And so God, given this scriptural mandate, does not validate sin. Because we don't love God and continue in sin. However, he says, and if anyone sins, if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father. Somebody has been delivered from the spirit of condemnation right now. From the spirit of self-condemnation that's trying to tell you because you did something oh why should you do you are you are damned forever it's a lie of the devil if anyone sin we have an advocate with the father Jesus Christ the righteous and he and he himself is the propitiation for our sins and not for our sins only but also for the whole world and so you can see here that the bible speaks of two categories of sins number one his Speaks of the sins 
of the believer. And now he speaks of the sin of the world. And he said, Jesus is the propitiation, he's the mediator, he's the intercessor for our sins. And not for ours only, but for the sins of the world. So it doesn't give us a liberty to sin, but he gives us freedom from sin. If anyone, amen, by any chance, find themselves in any kind of wrongdoing. We have Jesus Christ, who is a valid intermediator. It does not only mediate for us when we were sinners. He's constantly sanctifying us, renewing us. When we run to God, he will sanctify us. He will renew us in the inner man. So we have to let it go. We have to let the sin go. Hallelujah. We have to let the sin go. We have to let the, 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 the guilt go. We have to let the condemnation go. We have to, amen, free our spirit from everything that the enemy is planting like seed of, of, of guilt and, and self-judgment. We have to let it go. Girl, you got to let it go. You got to love on yourself right now. You got to lift your hand in the air and say, I'm free by the blood. I'm free from shame. I have no shame. I have no ridicule. I have no condemnation in my life. I am free to be who I am in Christ. I am free to live the life of abundance. I'm going to give you a few tips that's going to help you to, uh, amen, walk in that place of wholeness. Wholeness. Number one, don't get stuck in the rut of routine. Ladies have a lot on their plate every day. You have 15 things to do. My wife always say, Ooh, I just put on my cook, my cook hat now. And then she'll say, Ooh, I just put on my cleaner hat now. And then she'll say, Ooh, I just put on my, my pastor's and providence hat. Ooh, I just put on my, my, my you, know, you know, intercessor and prayer warrior hat. She said, Watch me now. I just put up my poop, poop cleaning hat. <laughs> baby, baby sitting hat. I just put it on. Women wear. 500 hats in one day. Are you with me? God bless the ladies. God bless. God bless your ladies. God bless you mothers. God bless every woman that's under the sound of my voice. That's amen. Shuffling between responsibility. You are a driver. You are an employee. And then you still go ahead and, and, and be a babysitter. And then you still have to be a lover. And you still have to be a cook. And then you still come on. They, you are busy in the day. You are busy in the night. God bless you ladies. God bless you ladies. God bless you ladies. It. Listen, don't get stuck in the rut of, routine, of, of the routine because the routine can become so exasperating that it shuts you down completely. We all have responsibility, but God told me to tell you, don't get stuck in that rut of routine. And what you have to do is, ladies, take a break in the name of Jesus. Husbands, make it easy for your wives to take a break. Make it convenient for them. Take a break. Just, just like, you know what? Woo, I'm not doing none of this today. Jesus. You know, when that songwriter says, today I'm not doing anything. I just want to lay in my bed. Some lady deserves to not even get out of bed some days. Just lay up in your bed. And say, I'm not getting up today. Help me, Jesus. Go take a Holy Ghost to get me out of this bed. <laughs> take a break. Just take a break. 
Take a break in the name of Jesus. And you know what you do? Enjoy yourself. Listen, you need to love your own company. You need to love it when you are by yourself. And some of us, we hang our, our lives, our peace, our enjoyment on things and on people. And when they pull the plug, you feel miserable. You come, thank God for the people he put in your life. But before those people came to your life, you were a somebody. And when God brings people to your life, they should reinforce your individuality in a way that you don't have to lose yourself. Loving you does not mean I have lost me. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy your company. Enjoy your own time out. Celebrate yourself. Celebrate yourself. It's beautiful for you to be able to say, girl, girl, you did good today. My God. Girl, girl, you're popping like popcorn. Enjoy, enjoy your, your own achievement. Enjoy it. Don't feel guilty about your blessing. Don't apologize for your guilt. Don't apologize for your shine. Shine your shine. Glory to God. My wife is a preacher. She's a prophetess. She is, amen, a church planter. She's an excellent preacher. She's an intercessor in her right. And when she's getting the accolades, I love it. And I reinforce her. She needs to, amen, be able to have a sense of fulfillment as an individual. Celebrate you. And we need to celebrate the ladies too. Number five, take yourself out. Take you out. And this goes to, if you are married, you, you do take your wife out. Take her out. Create that fantasy again. Women love it. Women love it. Women love to be treated special. And if you are single, take you out. Call yourself a five-star restaurant. If there is some anointed person that you know they're not going to come judge you or drain your anointing, amen, you tell them to come along. And if there's nobody, you carry the Holy Ghost and go to a high-end restaurant. Glory to God. Reserve yourself a seat at the pent restaurant. Go to the 40-40th floor and order, amen, and get your book on there and cross your leg and treat yourself to a relaxation. Go on vacation alone if you must. Go and spoil you. Come back feeling great. Go. You deserve it. Oh, I'm preaching too much already. Help me, Holy Ghost. Help me, Holy Ghost. Treat yourself special every day. Every day is special. Don't wait for Christmas Day for you to decorate your house, for you to, amen, walk beautiful. Don't wait for Christmas Day for you to use the best cutleries at home, the best, amen, dishes. Don't, don't do that. Don't do none of that. Some people, they just eat from the, from, 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 from the paper plate because, well, who cares? No, not me. You come to my house every day is special. You're not going to keep the best dishes and the best cutleries for the guests when you can't eat out of them. The devil is a liar. 
make yourself special. Don't, don't go reserve some clothing like, oh, I wear this to, some, to somebody's party to show up on someone's event. No way. I will, I'm going to wear nice clothes. Oh, no dull moment for me in the name of Jesus to make me feel good. Oh my God, help me, Jesus. Sometimes when I wear the cologne during the coronavirus, amen, after I, I get all dressed, I wear the cologne and my wife be like, okay, so now you're wearing all this fancy cologne. Who's going to smell it? I say, me, I'm smelling it. <laughs> I'm, I'm smelling it and I'm loving it. <laughs> When I, wear, when I wear the fire suit, who's going to see it? Me. Me. On my back. Go with the God. Me. I'm loving it. The devil is a liar. Treat yourself special. Speak life over yourself. Be your own prophet. Let your own mouth declare your own success. Let your own mouth speak life over you. Keep doing it every day. Don't wait for crisis for you to keep speaking life over yourself. Don't wait till the storm comes for you to keep speaking life over yourself. Arm yourself every day with self-affirmation. That's how to love you. How can I bless you when I haven't blessed myself? How can I pray for you when I haven't prayed for myself? How can I, how can I believe in you when I don't believe in myself? How can I support you when I don't support me? You have to keep speaking life. You have to keep waking up in the morning. And, and I love it. Speak in the mirror. Talk to the lady in the mirror. Talk to the man in the mirror. Tell that person that they are the head, they are not the tail. That they will reign in this life by Christ Jesus. Speak life over you every day. And then read a book monthly. Every lady, read one book a month. Read 12 books in a year. Buy an amazing book and invest in your mind. Read a book. Do an online program. Do a book. Read a book. Read a book. Read a book. Ladies, read a book. Cultivate yourself. Don't think the day you walked out of college, the day you walk out of university, is the last day of learning for you. Evolve. Evolve. Be cutting edge. Know what's up in this world of online technology. Don't be baseline. Be cutting edge. Stay at the top. Read a book. Find out what's popping. Find out what's selling. Some people used to, amen, do some jobs that was hard 20 years ago. But now, nobody wants us. Some of y'all ladies need a, a change of career urgently. You need to switch your career. If you were selling but not selling anymore, it don't, it doesn't, you don't need the Holy Ghost to tell you that, oh God, provide me a job. Nobody's hiring that field. Be the future. Why are you scrambling for the highly competitive, you know, uh, almost extinct kind of job when there are new fields that they're hiring and paying heavy for? You can. If anybody can, you can. If you do that professional exam the first time you didn't get it, do it again and again and again. It's not the number of times you've tried. It's when you succeed. Always raise your own bar. Always compete with yourself and win. Because ladies, you, you don't have to compete with your sister. You don't have to compete with the lady next door. Compete with yourself and win. Glory to God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Spend quality time with the Holy Spirit. 
spend quality time with the Holy Spirit and laugh a lot. Laugh a lot. Enjoy laughter. The Bible says laughter is like a medicine. It do it good like a medicine. I'm telling you, ladies, you don't have to carry all the weight of the word on your face. You don't have to carry it on your face. You don't have to look like your pain. You don't have to look this unapproachable lady. You don't have to leave, look all suspicious. The whole world is out against me. Everybody is out to use me. Everybody is out to get me. You don't all have to be assumptions. Live free. Put a smile on your face. Smile to people. And you know what? This is the last thing I'm going to say to you today. Freely tell others I love you. Freely tell others I love you. I think we need to reclaim back the I love you narrative. And because it's being abused, some people think to tell somebody I love you is suggested in the lustful way, but it's not like that. You need to tell your kids I love you. My kids have learned to express love. They just come to you, daddy, I love you, out of the blues. Daddy, I love you, I love you, daddy. My kids, little kids, they just say, they love themselves. They have been cultivated. Some of us little girls, as little girls, nobody ever told us I love you. You don't even know if anybody, you've never been reaffirmed. You have to use the word lavishly, I love you. And you don't have to be, it doesn't have to be suggestive. It doesn't have to be carnal. You have to say, I love you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. And watch how it will come back to you. Usually when I tell people I love you, even some of them like, ah, but they are, they are compelled to say I love you too. <laughs> so, so the love will, go, will come back to you when you sow the love. Hallelujah. Somebody say I'm taking my life back. I'm taking my life back. Come on, type it. Because the Lord told me that there's a lot of ladies who are going to take their life back today. He says to tell you, you are going to switch your season. And you're going to take your life back. Well, I don't know that event that happened in your life that almost crippled you and stole your joy, stole your power, stole your peace, stole your glory. Maybe you, you got pregnant when you were not expecting it. And after you had the baby, your life just went down into a roller coaster of merely surviving. Maybe you had an accident that impacted on your body. And then after the accident, you've not been able to pull yourself out again. Maybe you love somebody and then they treated you so badly. They abused you. They did really, really bad things to you. And you've not been able to overcome that one experience. You continue to say to yourself, all men are dogs. All men are liars. All men are cheats. And you block the door and keep your spirit, your soul in a cocoon. God told me to tell you, come out of that place. The other day, I watched something amazing over social media of a lady who had run away from her home. And then she, and her excuse was her husband was too good. She said he, he, he cooked too much. He was too nice to me. And I was hoping that something was going to go sour every day. But does that not depict the state, the mental state, the emotional state of a whole lot of women and sometimes men who have become accustomed to, to pain and abuse that when something pleasant comes, they start to get sus suspicious. They start to think that this is not... It's too good to be true. The Lord said to tell you to take your life back. Take it back from pain. Take it back from shame. Take it back from abuse. Tell yourself, 
My life starts today. I don't know what has happened to you proud to now, but God says your life start right now. The spirit of the Lord says, I need to tell somebody to begin to live life anew. Live life new. Today is a brand new day. I sense the Holy Ghost is here. Let all the saints lift their hands and declare over themselves wholeness. That's, what I, that's the word for today. Wholeness. I'm going to love me. Wholeness in the name of Jesus. I'm going past healing. I'm going to the level of wholeness. I'm going to the level of self-appreciation. I'm going to the level of self-celebration. I'm living above my pain. Thank God for the mothers who have sacrificed so much, amen, to make us the man that we are, the woman that we are. Thank God for you mothers, but mothers, the Lord says, take your life back. There's still life in you. There's still hope in you. There's still destiny in you, mothers. There's still a dream inside of you. There's still business inside you, mothers. You can still start your own business. You can still own your own, amen, chain business, your own life. Of, 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 of a beauty product, your own line of clothing product. You can still write your own blog. You can still write your own book, mothers. Thank God for, amen, the investment you've made in your own family, in your children. But God says you matter too. You matter. Begin to declare wholeness. I want you to say, come on somebody. It's funny how quick we are to pray for our friends when they call for prayer on the phone, but how we will not open our mouth to pray over our own lives. It is funny, amen, how, how, how much we run to the phone or when somebody need help how much we go out in the snow in the heat and we just amen get out there and we are pumping in the anointing to pray over somebody's life that we will not take five minutes to, to declare victory over our own life this is your season the lord told me to tell you begin to speak life over yourself i'm made whole amen i'm beautiful for my situation praise god i am blessed i am perfect my spirit man is perfect i'm good amen and i'm on my way up amen and everything in my life that need to come together God is putting it there. I'm walking progress, but I'm loving me. I'm celebrating me. I'm appreciating me. And I'm giving God praise for how far he's brought me. If nobody says it, Jesus and I know we've come a mighty long way. Amen. I may not be where I ought to be, but I'm not where I used to be. I'm going higher. I'm getting better. I'm going from glory to glory. And every day is becoming new. Amen. I have no better yesterday. My light is shining brighter and brighter on the path of the come on let me walk with you ladies let me walk with you man let's take 60 seconds let's get in the holy ghost let's reaffirm ourselves if we don't do it nobody gonna do it amen if we don't love us nobody gonna love you like you love you come on somebody stop looking for somebody to love you or to say you're beautiful say to yourself now say i'm beautiful i'm lovely i'm adorable i'm dignified i'm distinguished i'm the head i'm not a tail amen glory to god i am be beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Come on, beautiful. Glory, glory, glory. Wonderful God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we love on you. We give you praise and glory. Now, I declare to him that's able to keep you from falling, Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, that light shine upon you. God told me that a lady has been healed of cancer in the breast right now. Glory to God. The healing power of God is moving across the nations. People watching over the YouTube, people watching over Facebook, wherever that you are, even connected on Zoom, the Lord's healing power is coming to you. There's a lady who is suffering from toothache. You've had toothache and the bathroom is you can't go to the hospital because of the corona pandemic you've been taking 
pain relievers to help you with your throat ache and it's been intense. The Lord says you are healed now. Woman, there's a lady who has had severe amen, pain on her shoulder. Praise God because you slept in the wrong place and it's, it's been constant pain on your back neck. This is the word of the Lord. You are healed. Your body is healed by the spirit of God. There's an anointing moving upon the earth. This is a supernatural church. It's not a motivational church only. It is not an entertaining ministry. We carry the little moving anointing of God for healing, for miracles, signs, and wonders. The power of the Holy Ghost is moving right now. Be healed in the name of Jesus. That's a lady watching. That's a particular disease that comes on you towards your birthday. It's like a cycle, a yearly invasion of something that break out on your skin and it happens around your birthday. And then you are wondering what's happening. The birth month is usually a time where this thing just breaks out of your skin and then it begins to make you itch. It begins to make you cough. In Jesus' name, every demonic spirit that is attached to your birth month, I break its hold over your life and I command liberty and wholeness to your spirit and to your inner man in the name of Jesus. That woman who has glaucoma, your eyes is not working well. I command, let your eyes be healed today by the power in the blood of Jesus. The Lord said to me, I'm healing diabetes and I'm healing heart, heart disease over women's life. Right now, Holy Ghost heal in the name of Jesus. I pray for every woman who has had emotional pain, who have not been able to overcome some kind of a negative experience. Maybe it was a heartbreak or somebody did or said something so demeaning to you that it held into your subconsciousness and it tried to alter your identity. I command its power and its influence to be broken out of your spirit. I command liberty for your inner man. I command wholeness. I command deliverance. Let everything from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet begin to calibrate, begin to harmonize with God. This is your victory moment. The Lord says we are not leaving any woman behind this morning. We are not leaving you behind. We are not leaving your mind behind. We are not leaving your emotional state behind. We carry everybody along, including the men. We carry every of God's children. We carry you over. You are going over. This is your exodus experience. See the spirit of grace. Go over shame. Go over financial incapacitation. Go over everything that tries to demean you or to cripple you on the inside. This is your season for acceleration. You will not go slow motion. You will not need the devil's or anyone's approval to succeed in life. You don't need anyone's permission to accomplish your God-given destiny. You are born of God. You overcome the world. This is the victory that overcome the world. Even your faith, I command you to live free, live bold, live courageous, live strong, live intelligent, live powerful, intimidate the devil and shut down the Luciferian culture for God in you is higher than the waves of the sea. You will not succumb to the foul spirit that control your territory. If you're in Toronto, if you're in Calgary, if you're in London, if you're in New York, if you're in Lagos, if you're in Accra, if you're in Istanbul, whatever region that you operate in, in the world, you are the light of that city. They will know that you exist there. You will not be limited by any gender inequality. You will not be limited by any racism. You will not be limited by any demonic forces that's trying to handicap people. You rise above it. You rise in your career. You rise in relationships.
relationship. You are whole. You are not timid. You are not afraid. You are not seeking for love in all the wrong places. But God in you is your love. You are complete in Christ. And for those ladies who trust God, amen, for the gift of marriage, as long as you desire it, it is within the will of God for you. And so I declare and decree that God was sent to you in this season. Your own right partner, he will find you and you will find him. You will have an alignment because what you are looking for is looking for you. Let that be a magnetic force of the spirit of God that will put him in your life, that will put her in your life in the name of Jesus. Rise up Zion. Rise up citizens of the kingdom of God. Rise up in glory. Rise up in possibility. Spread your wings, mighty eagle. Take your runway and take off. See at God overcome adversity. Leave above the minimum wage. You will not leave from hand mouth. Amen. From pillar to pole or from paycheck to paycheck. You are living expressed in the fullness and the full capacity of Jesus in you. You're going to make God proud. You will be fruitful. You will flourish. You will rise and your children will rise up and they will call you blessed and you will have honor at the city gate for the Lord is on your side. Your life will be enviable and men will want to emulate you because you are going to be prosperous. You are already prosperous in the name of Yeshua, Amashiach. Give God praise, everybody.